how you define your life goal,、yeah. right? If your life goal is being happy, how how do you define being happy? Like just keeping, yeah. Keep asking yourself, why I'm so nervous? Why I'm, yeah, so like, anxious like this? So, so you will find the answer. So, uh, I I only say the truth is not one only truth. You can say what you can say, but you cannot interpret the hidden reasons. As you, uh, can you? Episode of Us in Finland. In each episode,、uh, I will talk one of my friend about our life in Finland. And today, I invite one of our guests, John. Um, and the reason why we we want to、uh, host this episode is because I haven't talked about how to find a job and those kind of information in the. A、uh, whole podcast, but、uh, the initial idea I want to start up this podcast is about provide some maybe useful information and our individual story about how we actually can settle in and really find a job in Finland. Um. So Zhang, could you introduce yourself? Uh. Okay. Hello, everyone. Introduce myself. You mean my major or yeah, the like the general. Uh, general information: How long you have been staying、okay. in Finland? And、uh, yeah, I have been、yeah. studying at Otto for two years until now, and I I'm from collaborative and industrial design at Otto, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else? I think it's, it's it's okay and very brief, and、yeah. but and there's I have some question really want to ask you is about.、Uh, How you starting to want to really find a job here is like you already have this kind of idea before you went to Finland, or is during the time you were staying here and you feel you want to find a job and working here. Uh, actually, I have planned to find a job here uh before I came to Finland because、yeah. I think uh the most interesting part is to. Study and also work with the、yeah. multi-background people in other countries. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. the main reason I want to apply the job here. Okay. Yeah. And、uh, did you have been、uh, working in China before? Uh, working as intern in DD, the Chinese Uber, before, and、okay. also yeah, yeah, that's a main company. Okay. And、uh, and so. As we talked before, we really started episode, and you talk about you have been、uh, looking for the first job in here at last year, which is two thousand twenty, March. Is that right? 
Uh, actually, I got a job offer on March last year, but I started to apply the internship uh, since the December twenty nineteen. Yeah, nineteen. So yeah, two years ago. Uh, Because it, yeah. the routine of finding an internship in Finland is to start to prepare your applications. Yeah. Uh, um, November and send application forms or like uh try to uh up submit your applications um December I think many companies especially some IT companies in Finland will open the position um uh, since. December, I think, yeah, like like uh, such as Futurize, yeah, the the Futurize uh, IT companies, okay, yeah. yeah, so it will close application um last day of uh, December, I remember if okay. exactly, yeah. So if if you want to apply the job, uh, that's a very early applications, but okay. there uh would be many positions. Uh, if you try to apply in December, yeah. Okay, and where where you you apply all your like applicant for the job? It's it's on the LinkedIn or it's on the website. Uh, actually, I've tried to look for the support positions on LinkedIn, uh, yeah. Gluster, such as this website, and also my friend from. Thailand uh, recommend to use Monster Infinite. Monster. Yeah, Monster. Okay. Yes. It's but Monster is designed especially for some like part time job like waiter or waitress in restaurants. Ah, okay. It might be helpful for me. I will write it down. <laughs> Monster. My my friend working for Airbnb as a cleaner every day. Cleaner. Yes. Okay. So hey, yeah, in Finland. Okay. So hey, find this part time job on the Monster website. Hmm. Mm, so uh, at first you was uh initially to find a job exactly fits your uh previous works working experience or you have like maybe also accept. Um, different areas uh, job. Uh, my internship experience in China is being product manager intern. Okay. That's my ideal position. But in Finland, it's quite difficult because in European concepts, um, product manager means manager. That means you have uh, at least uh, three years experiences in okay. different companies. Yeah. yeah, you should be uh, expertise in your field. So being product manager in term is quite difficult in Finland. So I transfer from, uh, product manager in term to UX designer. Okay. Yes, but at the same time I also have applied being a product manager. So I entered the first and second interview road, but the hiring manager replied with me that uh he said even if I, like have a good. Working experiences, but uh, I am too young to be a manager intern here, yeah. so they refuse me. So uh, that's very sad. But UX designer also match my, yeah, yeah. job um, selection. Yeah. yeah, cool. And um, I want also like uh, maybe uh, backwards a bit uh, to ask you a question about 
how long like and and how how many how much times you take when you're trying to find a job is that you uh, when you apply you can get uh, interview or something or oh no yeah, no yeah. actually in Finland the most difficult part is to get the interview yeah. invitation from yeah, companies yes uh, because we are long English speaker also long Finnish speaker yeah. our language barrier will prevent us from finding a good job here yeah. so uh, I think uh, sending many applications cannot promise you can get a interview offer yeah. yes so but i'm lucky guy okay. uh i just uh, sent four or five application forms and then i get two or three interview call two or three yes so yes my okay. success rate is very high yeah so what do you think like what kind of uh uh, uh factors that make them make you to get the interview uh firstly i have very good working experiences okay. uh, second my uh, i don't know maybe my gpa is very high and yeah. thirdly i have gotten many rewards in china and uh as for the qualification of the candidates okay. i think my uh, skills and also managers match this position. That's why they invited, invite me to join the interview. Yeah, and yeah. after that, every time I send my CV and the portfolio, I can get the interview call. Yeah, after cool. uh, I mean after the first year, because even mm-hmm. I am um, second year student, I try to find some full time job or like the good in. Uh, traineeship here yeah. to practice my in- interview okay. skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, like so far, um, how many jobs you have been working, or is only one? Uh, you mean in Finland, right? Yes. In Finland, only one, but I got three offers together. Whoa, cool. So, uh, yeah, and, and you you told me like it's it's super interesting in the process of interview. So is there any story you can share about um, interview, like what's the differences with the interview in Finland and in China? Uh, okay, you know, I think the first, I, I have mentioned before, the first um, difficulty is to find a job uh, without a Finnish or yeah. the, the Finnish language. Yeah. Because uh, before COVID coming, and uh, there are many job fairs every year. Job fairs? Job fairs, yeah. Shopping. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, job fairs. So um, many students will attend the job fairs and uh, hand over their CV or portfolio to the hiring managers and talk with each other and they leave their CV papers on the different booths. Okay. But uh, if the if the hiring managers feel satisfied with your performance or interested in yourself, they will contact with you by email. But, you know, uh, I don't think many people can get the email or responses from the company. So that's just the one connection between you and the company. And the sad thing is there are many, many job posters 
written in Finnish instead、uh, of English. So which means like they only accept like in,、uh, Finnish speakers instead of English speakers. Yeah. yeah. So、uh, the first time when I arrived at job fair, I feel so depressed because、uh, there were so many Finnish posters. Yeah. And when you try to talk with the hiring manager, they will they they will、uh, behave as very busy. Because there's so many、uh, candidates here,、uh, standing there waiting in line to ask questions or try to contact with the hiring manager,、mm. so they are not so patient. But yeah, yeah so、uh, after that, I <laughs> I didn't want to go to the job、okay. fair anymore. But、uh, do you know fla- slash? Slash. Yeah. No. Okay. Slash is a very very famous event in Finland.、Okay. They will invite the、uh, city or no different the the、um, managers on different companies or、mm-hmm. the startup CEOs and also the in,、uh, investors together to、uh, arrange a meeting. So these people who want to. Uh, invest a set up startup or the startup CEO who want to, uh, negotiate the funding from other companies. Sponsor? Yeah, sponsors. Yes,、okay. sponsors. They can, uh, meet together through the slash meeting app. Okay. So I am the, uh, yes. So I'm a volunteer during this、uh, event. Okay. Uh, so and、uh, at the same time, there are many job fairs, many job booths there, um. I very appreciate that my friend Zhang Jun, who like,、okay. uh, told me how to reach these hiring managers,、uh, because you know I am I was too shy to reach、okay. these people. I I don't want to like introduce myself very very in a positive attitude and also,、uh, I'm not so active person,、yeah. um, especially speaking English、mm. to introduce mm. yourself. Yeah, I understand. Yes, I'm not so confident, but.、Yeah. You know, Jun、um, asked me to work together around this uh,、mm-hmm. job uh, job、mm-hmm. booth, and、uh, I told the hiring manager, "Oh, she's my friend, and she wants to find a job in your company."、Oh, and yeah,、okay. her field is、uh, HCI, and、uh, she is good at blah 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 blah. And Jun、uh, asked me to, to tell myself to the hiring manager. So that's my first step to get out of my. Comfortable room、yeah. and introduce myself、yeah. and try to you know, like give me like、yeah. like I think I am the product to, to 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 like show my yeah. talent yeah. yeah like advertisement, but it's a good way. That's my first step to reach、uh, people in、yeah. the job fair.、Yeah. Uh, they're quite useful. So after the slash.、Mm, There was a job fair in design factory at Auto. Do you know design factory? Yeah, I heard about that.、And、yes. The, we also have the job Caesar, which is also the job hunting platform by Auto. Is that、uh, similar stuff or? Yeah, it's a similar stuff. Yeah. Okay, but、uh, which sadly for me is because I was studying architecture and there's hardly have this kind of position accessible for me. And, Yeah, I know. I have some friends uh learning the architecture in、yeah. design, but uh I know they require the Finnish language. Yes, yes. I think this kind of more 
different by the a major and program you're studying and if it's let's say the architecture is more like uh, finished traditional uh, area and there's like more have like kind of boundary prevent from foreigner get into the like company or office but uh, like um, they might be only one or two maybe maximum four uh, architecture office which is like officially accept non-finished speaker so which they have a website in English and only they, four in Finnish yeah I think it's four and if you want to apply more and then there was like their website is in Finnish and you have to translate by the Google Translate. Oh, it's not user-friendly. <laughs> yes, right. Not user-friendly. And even they have the architecture association, which is called SAFA. It's like mainly help you to find information about architecture, like a recruitment or something. It's totally in Finnish. Like they have English, so-called English homepage, but it's only homepage. Like when you click into the job findings, like totally or like turn into the finish again and uh, like most of this company was the first reason is that you are not can speak finish at all and the second reason is that we need like uh, some kind of advanced software uh, skills which might be the like the software like Revit um, they are pretty common for the Finnish company but I have I haven't have a chance to learn that Mm. So it's kind of difficult for me, and it's such a professional skills you need to learn from the working experiments. It's hard to like learn by yourself. So, do you have any working experience in China? Um, mm, I think it's almost like no, but I have one month's internship. Oh, in, okay. In China, and then it comes to pandemic, so I just end up the internship. Yeah, working experience is pretty important in Finland. Because, you know, Finnish people do not regard your education level as very influential factor. And also, they cannot tell you from many, many uh, good candidates. So working experience is very, very important, essential factor, which can select you as a candidate Mm. into the interview session. So... Yeah, I know it, so it's it's pretty hard for me and I was thinking I should like I should be have longer internship before I was going to the master, but I was like plan yeah. plan to do something else. That I, I see, could, yeah. I see. Yeah. Even um, for me yeah. two years ago I regretted that I didn't like find many internship in China. So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah. But I'm not regret because I read a lot of books. Back then, they have like totally. Is that two sides? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so. It's like coins. The two sides on the coin, bad and good. I know it's. I should, but I'm not also regret because I didn't waste my time anyway. I was invest my time into other other areas, so it's also worth it. Yeah, that's another investment. So, back back then, and how do you feel like generally? You have been working for one year and. Also, you have been working also one year in China? Is that right? Uh, no, no, no. No. Like, uh, in, at ABB, it's a complicated story, but to, uh, it's total one year with okay. different working in a part-time or full-time mm. yeah, okay, contract uh, together. Could I ask where you graduated from your bachelor? 
2018. But yeah, but okay. I got the exam acceptation from the graduate study. So about someone. So okay, okay. <laughs> it's a quite like a Chinese way to say it. So yes, yeah. uh, I quit it yeah. to apply the auto and other universities in Europe countries, and then I came to study overseas. Okay, but uh, as for my feelings, working for one year in Japan, yeah, yeah. And do you feel like any differences? I I believe there must be have some differences between the Finnish company and the Chinese company. Sure, and I think uh we can see the differences everywhere. The yeah. first is the working philosophy. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why the Siri <laughs> answer me. <laughs> yeah. okay. um, in China, because chi- uh, China is. Okay, let me take care of it. Okay. So you asked me what's the difference between the. You asked me the what? the differences between the Finnish company, Finnish company and, and the yeah. China. Okay. Uh, so we can restart. Like, uh, every time we talk about the different phenomenon across the different countries. We need yeah. to think about more deeper the deeper reasons like the economic growth and the social structure okay. and the historical reasons. Mm, but in China, the high the highest priority is to like develop our economy and yeah. the technology. So I think the productivity is the most important in China. Mm-hmm. So everyone in China uh, will like finish their job on time because they don't want to like let someone waiting for the yeah. yeah the tasks so that's why it's very hard to say no sometimes yeah. in the working place but in Finland quite even because uh, Finnish people emphasize work-life balance everyone yeah. knows that it's, it's kind of like the buzz a uh, buzzword but it's not they practice the work-life balance everywhere uh, yeah. as uh, as long as I can remember like last time my mentor at ABB noticed uh, I was working very late and he asked me why what happened to you I said ah because there were some com- uh, timing conflicts between my school meetings and the ABB projects yeah. so I work very late but my mentor said go to bed kid and enjoy your weekend enjoy your night do not push yourself so hard. Yeah. So after that, every time he arranged some uh, tasks or tickets for me, he will ask, what's your time schedule? Uh, is that okay for you? Can you yeah. hand with that? Yeah. I think, yeah, he's such a considerate and nice person. Yeah. Yeah, care about my feeling. Yeah. And so he emphasized uh, work-life balance. And one time, I remember one time, I cannot finish the task on time and I sent a message to him. Uh, he said, no worries, kid. Enjoy today and do not, uh-huh. yeah, just yeah. take it easy like yeah. this. I think, mm. yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, and I also have a similar story um, for me. And I think it's it's not only about uh, the life and work balance, but they also like uh, give each other more respectful and more space in their like private life. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really true. And, um, as my story is that I find a part-time job as a videographer. 
around two months ago and uh, it's a really small group it's like only four four person and we generally was uh, help some startup company to make some introduction video to build their band and something big kind of stuff and I will be the one who editing the video and take the uh, clips and video material and uh, when I was be recruiting that group um, it's an India guy but uh, he already like lived in Finland for three or four years and after his bachelor and I think I think even he was not uh, like local people but uh, he was still have this kind of very respectful a respectful mind on people. Yeah. He was he was saying like I was like re reacting very initiative like every time he sent me a message I will reply in five minutes like media uh, right away and uh, he said you don't have to like reply me so fast you can like <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was saying like and every time we gonna have to like shooting something he was ask like ask first what's your time suitable for for the client it's not like. Because I also have been working in China, this kind of similar stuff, and they never asked me about what your suitable time. They just give me a time, and if I couldn't like uh, do it, then I was try to arrange it and like whatever. Was. But uh, from my side, I don't think it's uh, about only about respect. It's about like the working uh, style, working pattern in China, because everyone uh, like. Uh, someone else treat you like that, so yeah. they will think, "Oh, this is a good way to push someone." You know, this yeah. is a good way to inform yeah. someone to join the meeting. So, I think it's a social problem. It's not a personal problems. Yeah. It's true. Yes, to solve this problem, is maybe uh, after ten five or ten years, China the developed in China is good enough, and they will focus on this. Uh, yeah. people's life and yeah like something else okay. and what I was heard about is not what I saw so I was just uh, quote some something for internet and they are saying like why like the working environment in China is so terrible like everybody need to overwork and so stressful uh, it's because um, the government actually didn't very strictly on the uh, labor labor contract. Uh, it's because like government is some kind of losing on this part because this kind of overwork people are overworking and then this contribute to economy economy. So that's maybe some part of the reason for that. Yeah, actually, when I was living or studying in China, I always like criticizing these things. But after coming to Finland. Not auto gave me some critical thinking. I will have uh, different perspectives to interpret yeah. this phenomenon. Like we said, oh, why people working so hard? Why they like work, um, overworking every day? But sometimes you will find the, um, the work, uh, the like, the the efficiency in Finland is quite low. If yeah. you want to call the bank to deal with your bank uh, things. You have to book in advance and like call, uh, have a call many, many times to contact with the back accountant or like the, the, the officers. And so it will take many days to deal with one problem in, yeah. one problem in Finland. And the, the working time is very short.
from nine to four. So after four, you cannot like uh, deal with some, any yeah. e- your your issues, right? So this is a Chinese efficiency. You can <laughs> you can deal with your uh, problems every time. Uh, even sometimes it's not good. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, um, going to hospital in Finland is very very difficult. Going to hospital. Yes. Like you mean like, walking oh, hospital or no? I mean, uh, like uh, making appointment with a doctor. Okay. Yeah. So this is so. I think we should have a critical thinking towards different things. Yeah. Uh, as you said, Chinese working environment is bad, but uh, to some extent, it gives some like the benefits to the yeah. non people. Like we. Yeah. Can we can join the enjoy. delivery food even in the one a.m. Yes, it's kind of it's it's super fast and cheap. But here is totally on the countryside, I think. Yes, so I think depends on the social structure, the economy growth, and also the other reasons. Yeah, we cannot tell it's good or bad mm, from a bigger picture we could uh, hold our critical thinking about the differences across the countries. That's the main reason why we should to study overseas. That's a totally new perspective to yeah. interpret or explain yeah. the everything across the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I only say the truth is not one only truth. You can say what you can say, but you cannot interpret the hidden reasons as you uh, can you can you get my point i mean like it is your is your main like you know like know the real truth yeah and depends on your perspective yeah. to see the phenomenon yes yeah if if we all didn't see that actually existing then we, we never can see that we are pretty sure that if, if it exists or not is that is that you mean uh, kind of yes, yeah. and as I said, like you said, uh, the Finnish people or European people more respected the uh, others' time or the space. Give, um, yeah. Private life. Yeah, private life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, in China, yes, the on the surface phenomenon, people yeah. kind of di- uh, do not respect you, your time or your space. Yeah. But, but we can yeah. we can dig into the deep reason because everyone is nervous. Everyone is waiting for others' response. That's why they push these things very hard. You know, okay. uh, it's like it's like the it's like a card. You you push one card and the card will push another card. So you like guess. a chain. Yeah, like a chain. Yeah. So what what kind of like uh, work environment you have been like experiments in China? Is like yeah, you have to faster pace of life. I think it's very very fast and uh, efficiency. If if efficiency, yeah. And uh, um, like, did you like learn a lot of things when you working there? And... I have learned a lot of things in short time, but I don't think it's a good way for me, because um, I think for young people, the first two or three years. That's a very uh, fast growth time for them, but after that, it's over overload. Tasks are not good for the people's mental and also yeah the physical health. Yes. 
So what you mean that it's good that you learn such like a lot of stuff in the depends. On, I think depends、yeah. on the timing. For my first two or three years in my career life, I think it's okay because that could be beneficial for my fast development, the,、yeah. my personal growth. But after that, when I build up my family or when I develop other interests or hobbies,、yeah. um, I don't think it's good. Yeah, and under no, such much、yeah. pressure, ah,、uh, it's not good for my mental and、um, the physical health. Yes, so like, so as to say that, England is more like、uh, you have more time on your like own interests and. Yeah, as I mentioned, I bank life balance, right? Work life ba- balance. Yeah. Yes, but of course you can see the bad sides, like, uh, someone due to the, uh, good policies, the farewell here. Yeah. Then someone will not go to the workplace. They stay at home. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 走廊灯关上，书包放，走到房间窗外望，我想刚买的书，一本名叫《半岛铁盒》，放在床边堆好多，第一页、第六页、第七页序，我永远都想不到陪我看这书的你，我要走，不再是，不再有，现在已经看不到，铁盒的钥匙孔，透露我看见它修了好久，好久好久，外围的灰尘包围了我，好暗好暗，铁盒的钥匙我找不到。这样子。
apply for a job like in the past few months I constantly mm. I was applying for the office and for now I was like almost applied for the odd office in Finland but uh, none of them have given me um, even a uh, ambiguous like confirm of, of me so they like yeah. always like neither re- like reject or like uh, saying something they don't they don't have any vacancy mm. um you can keep um i have one suggestion like you should keep asking yourself among such many uh, many candidates yeah. why the company will pick up me as a candidate or as a interview interviewees so why why i stand out of this uh, candidates so i i can tell me uh, i can tell you some my stories like um, on the job fair yeah i think if you arrive the job fair very early or very late, uh, very late so there are a few just a few people yeah. standing there so you can have enough time to introduce yourself and impress them on you from your uh self-introduction yeah and also like everyone will uh have a brief or the general introduce uh, introduction to the hiring manager but you can think about your version like very unique version uh that that's what i have done before and another thing is uh being brief is always good to get opportunities the yeah. grasp the opportunities uh like uh, last year, no, uh, two years ago in the data factory, I met ABP hiring managers. So I reached him to ask him many questions about their working styles and the uh, working environment and the objectives. So we have many common topics to talk about and also make complaints. You know, mm. um, like empathy is very important. Put yourself in the hiring manager's shoes, what they want to talk about. Not yourself, but himself, you know, herself. Like her working environment, like her working style, her working objectives. What what does he or she do every day on a daily basis? And through these uh, topics, you can introduce yourself. You can resonate with his situation. Like we make complaints about the developers as designers. Mm. Yes, that, okay, yeah. yeah, that's the one thing to reach them, just resonant with him yeah. or her. Yes. Uh, and secondly, ask if you think the conversation is very joyful and smooth, you can ask him or her uh, contact information, like yeah. the personal email or the work email like this. So I ask him his ABB email. Okay. So I, I wrote down his email and after job fair, I sent email to have the brief introduction and also attach my CV and portfolio website. Okay. Yes, but it was not work at that time, but after one month, his team need to hire interns. So he sent an email to me and asked okay. me, whether I would like to join this interview, yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, so, uh, as you said, 
um, why the company hire you? What's what's your like? Uh, I mean, uh, leave the very very good impressions on the hiring manager is very important because yeah, there are so many candidates they cannot remember everyone. Mm. Just uh, like impress him, impress her. Yeah, I mean, like, what do you think if if you, um, like your last job you get. And uh, what's the company most needed from you? Is like most uh, strongest like point? Is that make? Yeah, them... yeah. I think it's a base. It's a basic requirement. Like your skills, your knowledge match yeah. this position. But besides that, the person, the person itself should impress the hiring manager. Because there are so many people's. Uh, Qualifications can match this position. Yeah. Then they can choose Finnish or, uh, the Finnish speaking people instead of you. So I think, uh. So what you mean is that you just make them a very friendly impression, and talk the uh, talk about the topics that. The hiring manager is interested in, but no one talked with him before. Really, and uh, that's my that's my point. But I don't think it's useful. But I have sent my CV to other companies, and I don't know why they hire me to the interview. So you didn't talk to the answer for. Yes, yes, but uh, I, oh. Another thing is like try to reach the hiring manager via email or uh, phone. even the phone. Yeah. Did you call him before? Uh, I called once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um and yeah. my friend Jun also tried to call the companies many times and he could get the good responses from the company or always. Yeah, maybe I should try that first. Yeah, I was maybe like the like you one years ago, and uh, I also got uh like some kind of uh, interview invite from the the Netherlands architecture office, and like they I was applied for it two months uh ago, and uh, he just reached me like two weeks ago, and uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, and. No, I'm not. Not that's that's not another story. But he was telling me like, hi, uh, I was thinking your portfolio is good, and uh, if uh, what's your time available for internship, and yeah. uh, we can have a call discuss further. And I was super happy that time, and I feel it's so so much hope that I can get the internship, even even if it's not in Finland. But I still very very happy. But like I was. Uh, saying like uh, okay, I was pretty much available from the like uh, September to to up to the next year's February, generally like six months, and which which he requires me have this kind of six month vacancy, and uh, and I only need to like maybe one afternoon a week to um, finish my studio course because I do still not finish one of this course, but. I was like feel uh, pretending very initiative, and he was replying me that 
she's gonna um talk with his office and reply me next week and it's yeah. okay and i was oh yeah yes it's, it's so honored to be work with you yes and, and next week nothing <laughs> however know, next yeah. week, nothing and i was like reached by email like um i know you're busy and uh, could you like uh, give me any like information about the decision you are processing or something like that and very politely and something like that and they the another week and still no reply and i was got panicked was, i'm i'm wondering what's going on and he was promised me like i will give you feedback next week but yeah. it's already two weeks passed after that so i didn't reply him because i read like like four or five emails sent to him and uh, I was reached to their like general information email address of that architectural office, and I was thinking I want to um, talk with that guy. I'm not sure if she actually saw my email, and then like the, he replied saying like I promise you, it's, it's some kind of he was impatient about my like asking. He was said that I would promise you I will reply you. And we actually just talked with office last Friday and yeah. we decided not to tell you. Oh my god, yeah, it's, it's an impolite guy. Really impolite. I, I, the first thing is he didn't like yeah, he didn't keep his reply. promise yeah. some kind of because he didn't get his reply in time and even he didn't in time she should inform me. And I already sent an email asking me he didn't reply or pretending he not saying it. And then, then he was just also like, like reject me without any reason or explaining. So I mean, if you reject me, why are you like saying like this? Like yes. give me some hopes, and then it's like making fun of me. Oh my god! I think it's it's not happen every time, like. In Finland yeah. or other countries, it's not polite. Yes, I mean, I mean, Finland in general, I think the, they will give you the yeah. rejection reason, and why you did not match these companies. Yes, or, yes. And I also like uh, meet some kind of good people, but they also not hire me or more like uh, provide me some opportunities. But but they can give you uh feedback, useful yeah. feedback to improve yourself in the next. Uh, yeah, application like in the first like few application I have sent there's uh, I, I believe there's an old guy yeah and he was saying like he was carefully looked through my portfolio and and it was even point out that he really like which of my project wrong and it's really confusing and sounds some kind of I was feel feel very warm and he was saying although I was almost retired and uh, I was living on my pension so I really cannot have any capability to offer you the, the job. Yeah, the, yeah. I feel he good. was like a very serious guy. Even we didn't like seeing or we didn't talk, but yes, and yeah. it's not his responsibility to point out the good. Yes, uh, good thing. He can and, just like not reply. Yes, or just, or just give you the yes. reason. Yeah. Yes, general reason. <laughs> like yeah, and, we uh, don't think you are the good fit to my company like this. So that's why I think uh, compare with those other. Country I was more preferable to stay in Finland. Yeah. But some of my friends, senior one year than you. Yeah. Also, majoring in architecture, they are working as an internship in the Netherlands. Yeah, I know there is quite a lot 
I know, like maybe two or three of them was working there, so that's why I was trying to apply. For yeah, there. there are many good uh, job activities. Uh, yeah. Outside of Finland, yes. yeah, like and Germany, Netherlands. Yeah, maybe Denmark or. Denmark, yeah. Yeah, and here was like uh, maybe a question for now for me that I was also thinking like if I should really like so hard to find a job because I was still like in the end of my first year and I actually oh no do not feel nervous you know as you know you are studying Finland it's very uh slow pacer life here so do not push yourself so hard yeah. You you can't take it easy because you can delay your graduation and you have uh, enough time to find a job here. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And I should I like just like because I if if I let's say I got the job from Netherlands, then that's generally basically the end of my master study. Mm. I say because I will working in the Netherlands and I will like generally was like. Just do little effort in my last studio, and I might not learn a lot of things, and just starting to work. And is that really worth it? Because maybe I want to get a PhD degree or something like that. I was just my last chance to study as a student. Uh, yeah. So it's also like for me, if we look at in a lifespan and like lifetime scales, then it's quite precious time. Like. In someone's life, you still want to be a student, and once you graduate, then this time never come back. Yeah, yeah, but in Finland, even after graduation, you can choose to be a student, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the tuition is free, and yes, you have yeah. many options, like to select different majors in the future. In yeah. Finland, yes, because the、uh, cost is so low and the. Government give you、uh, yeah. this, yeah, sponsors to support you select any major. Yeah.、Mm, could I could I ask you like one last question about? Yeah, sure. Um, what's your future plan? Are you? Yeah, I mean, are you like just working for a temporary period, or you have maybe some sort of live here permanently? Uh, actually, I have decided to come back to China because I already got an offer from Tencent, yeah, yeah, yeah、okay. WeChat. But these days, I feel nervous about my future plan because every time I'm thinking I will, I I feel very sad to leave Finland because、uh, I love the landscape. Yeah, in Finland, I love to touch nature every day.、Mm, these days, I go biking, go hiking, and、uh, try my best to get closer and closer with the nature life in Finland. So every time when I think I will leave, I feel very sad and depressed. So maybe I'm trying to find new job positions in other European countries, but but. In good company like Google or Amazon, I will try to find one. But you know, it's hard to get an interview. So I'm、yeah. I'm kind kind confused about my future. So for now, you already um 
Has you already get a decision to leave here and go back to China? Uh, is that like it's, a solid decision or is still like not a solid decision? Okay. Yes, because ah, you know, people are changing every day. So yes, yes. but do you have like? But I have a backup. Yes. Right? Yes. So sure. yes, and the backup is not bad. Yeah. But uh, even I choose to come back to China um, after working three or four years. Yeah, I think I will work overseas. Yes, because yeah. I think I I am too young to experience many like the cultures in the world. Yeah. So I prefer to. Enjoy and adapt different culture across. So not so confident to give the tips or suggestion to the audiences yeah. because I think they can speak better English, uh, if they are not Chinese. But yeah, <laughs> yes. But I can, I don't know. I can say something different. Like yeah. Also, in general, if something even unrelated to find a job, how about. How you make your decision and how you know it's something you want or something you don't want. Uh, you know, in China, I always really nervous about my future. Yeah. I worry about I cannot get a good job, and once I get a good job offer, I will be nervous about being a good worker in in the that company. Yeah. Uh, so. I feel nervous every day, and even one of my best friend graduated from Peking University. You know how yeah. good she is. Oh, yes, yeah, so good. Yes, uh, she tell now she is working and living in the New York. In, okay. Yeah, and she, yeah, she told me like after leaving China, she gradually find her inner peace. In American, because not not we are not criticizing uh, yeah. China China's uh, working or the study environment, just like we have more time to think about ourselves to get the inner peace. Yeah, yeah. so I think uh, my suggestion for the nervous people who are struggling with uh, finding internship or finding a good job in Finland or the other countries, you can calm down yourself. Uh, because you are the most important reason you choose study overseas is to escape from the Chinese, uh, the working or studying pattern. So you can try to adapt the local culture to relax yourself. And you have to know there is no bias and gender and age on your educational level. So you have many opportunities to select the job. Yeah. yeah. Do not worry about that. You will find that eventually. So, um, it's, it's also, uh, I mean, what I I am saying is also a way to convince myself to calm down because I feel nervous every day. Um, as I said, my friend, uh, graduate from Peking University, said like, uh, she. Like she decided not to check check the mess WeChat yeah. messages every day, 
and close the friends moments on WeChat. Yeah. And she, uh, live. Uh, she is living alone and like just uh, focusing on her interest or like her, uh, work in in America instead of like in China. Like the okay. attend many social events and check the WeChat messages, reply others immediately. Yeah. So that's the overwhelming messages information will push you in a very like nervous mm. uh, status. Yeah. So I think that's the main reason why we feel nervous. But in fact, it's very slow paced yeah. life. And even you turn to 30 years old. And so the, it's not difficult to find the first job. Even you are 30 years old. No one will judge you why you are so old. Mm. Why you are like graduates from a very bad university so and in Finland I see the different occupation people they Mm. can get the same level salaries totally different from other Asian countries yeah Uh, my friend who majoring in uh, uh, like archaeology and he said he he is interested in this um, field, yeah. but being a canonicist in China cannot earn good money like just a five or six thousand RMB per month in Beijing. Yeah. But um, so that's. But we should explain like how much equal to a euro. It's like one thousand euro yeah. per month. It's quite low. Yeah. yeah. Compared to my salary, it's very, very, very low. Yes. So uh, it's not equal for this archaeologist. Yeah. Like living in such a hard uh, academic environment, they cannot get a good pay. But they want, but they still want to pursue the, like the career. So I think this is one problem in China right now. But in Finland, even uh, no matter what what jobs you are doing, you can get good pay, right? Yeah. Equally, right? Yeah, you can raise your questions. So, like, I think that also is a point that um, because there is not that big difference about salary about each occupation, then you won't have that stressful. It's also like in Chinese society, it's, it's, it's also like a lot, a, a big gap between those different occ- occupations. And once you, you got a, a good job, and then then you can get a big salary and you need to work hard, then your salary was even much more higher. And that's maybe the reason that people was keep keeping give ourselves pressure. And like, Maybe my question is that I'm not from uh, people who have been worked before, but uh, I was also a person who grew up in the Chinese education system, and I was already used to. That's something that I re- realized since I was been here. I was already used to give myself pressure, like when I was in Finland and. And there's a specific time, like when I was graduated from a bachelor and I was still, uh, I got my offer from Ardo, then 
this literally without any pressure at the time, like about five months or four months. And and I feel confused at the time because yeah. I don't know how what to do and there's nothing like for that like that moment I need to like invest all my time keeping pushing myself because I already used to that kind of environment. Like I need to push myself to make the portfolio and push myself to learn the English to pass the IELTS test. And and then your friend what was doing like close uh, moments and uh, like didn't check the WeChat message is some kind of I can understand that way is some kind of against those kind of uh, typical Chinese lifestyle. It's like totally won't escape from that circle and I think I mean it's a good way to uh like to avoid the overwhelming information. Yes. Yes, yeah. I think uh, it's really like wise decision. Because overwhelming information sometimes can give you some like good ideas, but the bad sign is to yeah. uh, make you lost in the world. Yeah. Yes. And also, you know, we have those kind of social media called Zhihu. And I was once very, very passionate on, on reading all those like articles mm-hmm. which teach you something then then now i realize those kind of things was just selling pa- uh, panic yeah it's yeah. like the selling sales point sales anxiety yeah yeah they was not like actually told you what to do but just told you somebody was super hard and you at least should do something and i have and, yeah. i have this is this in life you have to find your direction and your solutions yes, yes. i have been like keeping those anxieties and actually i was once even thought about what if that we we didn't do all those kind of things we are pursuing like we're starting hard working hard and make a good family and yeah the life wasn't that bad as our, as our yeah you're right yeah. you're right I I I agree with you. Yes, this is what I suggest. Like, what's your how how you define your life goal, yeah. right? If your life goal is being happy, how how do you define being happy? Yes, maybe as you say, like without the information, without this, like good uh job or very yeah. high. Salaries, we could live in a good life yeah. because without very low pressure. Yeah. So um, yeah, this is yeah. okay. Sorry, this is yeah. about how you define your life. So yeah, at this point, maybe I start to change my life definition from the very general success pe- person mm. to the happy person. Yeah. Yes. So that's why I said I try my best to yeah. escape from being nervous. And I'm. I also was thinking that why this thought was in this moment come to my mind is because it's really a bit uh, pessimistic to say that um, one of my India friend mm. um, yesterday morning told me that her best friend uh, are like one of his. Very close friend was passed away. Uh, because of COVID. The, yes, uh, who is living in the India right now? So. Oh my God! So and, sorry. Uh, she is quite in. Uh, I mean, uh, pessimistic, 
a miserable mental state, and I was really about worry about his mental health. And oh, because of her friend's death or yeah. the situation in India. I mean, in general, but also because um, the situation is bad. But you really like starting to feel it. How serious it is because starting from your friend, like. The people you know well and so close, away, yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not story. It's true. Yeah. It's truth and it's happening true. every day in India. Yeah. yeah. So then I was because she also was a very good friend of me. So mm-hmm. I can really feel his depression about this kind of thing happen, and literally she like uh, actually can do nothing about it and just looking what it happened and. We cannot do not. Yeah. We cannot do anything. Like even China, we want to give the hand to yeah. Indian, but they refuse it. So, yeah. we're outsider. Yeah, and so as to say, like we are so lucky that we live in such a like a good environment and without worry about those like if you will die or something. We still like don't worry about those things, but we are still stressful. Then I was asking myself why I was so stressful. I have a happy family and I have a healthy body and there's yeah, there's not that. I think it's that, a yeah, yeah, it's a good way to like just keeping yeah, keep asking yourself why I'm so nervous, why I'm yeah, we are so like, anxious like this, so, so you will find the answer. So far, we actually we are sitting here like re- like recording the podcast is so lucky enough that we can have the time to do this kind of things and uh, also we can have those kind of ideas we can share with each other. It's, yeah, yeah, it yeah. itself is a good thing. It's, so it's done or yeah, I think uh, it's pretty much the. But I don't know. We give the very rich contents. I think it's it's very uh, okay. You can try to yeah. edit it. Yes, and, I'm uh, not good. Like yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, don't, don't, I don't, don't. very fluent English yeah. because yeah. Don't be say that, but uh, still very thank you for uh, having the episode today. And I yes, think. thanks for your invite. Okay.
是经历。